0: or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Velara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Esteban Andre. Esteban is the founder of Hessel Media, uh, which is a lead generation agency and it's committed to providing more leads and closings to real estate investors, wholesalers, and top producing real estate agents. Uh, that's That's very interesting Esteban. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Jason, for having me here. I'm really excited to be in Know Your Why podcast. Uh, It's a really good, really good name that you chose right there. Actually, it's one of my favorite books ever. Was Start with Why. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That was one of the things that kind of like started me and be like, huh, I gotta
0: scratch my head even more about finding my why." Yeah. So absolutely for having me here. Very, very motivational. So. Um, with that, why don't we kind of dive into your story? Just give us a bit of your background um, and then, you know, kind of walk us through the progression and where you're at now. And then we'll kind of go through, you know, sort of whatever, whatever topics uh, pique our interest. Absolutely,
1: man. So uh, my story is, um, is, is very, is very common uh, person that wants to migrate to Canada or United States of America. Well, I had my family come, you know, bring me to to Canada. We migrated to Toronto about um, I want to say it's about 14 years ago now. Yeah, it's 14 years, almost 15. And I was I was just a kid, right? 13 years old, 14 years old, and going into high school, not knowing language. Um, and uh, I ended up kind of like living this drastic change of knowing the North American dream, right? Like this North American culture, this North American kind of uh, lifestyle that it was quite different than South America uh, because I was born in Colombia, in Bogota, Colombia. And uh, I ended up living in Toronto, uh, the grand Toronto area for about five years. Went to school in Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, My parents actually left to... um, to, to Colombia go back to Colombia they they had to take care of family there was uh, we we became citizens of the country and they ended up um, living leaving to back to Colombia but I decided to stay um, actually my my dad and I were talking about this recently uh, he he left me 16 years old living by myself in one country that is still unknown for me um, where English is not my first language, and uh, they decided to leave me because I chose to do it. Like I actually was given the option whether to go back to Colombia and again, or to stay in Canada and, and just do a life there, right? So I chose to do it when I was a kid. I would chose to stay, and like it was like uh, I had I had some commitment for myself. I had built something out in uh, some sort of life some sort of uh friends lifestyle in toronto and i wanted to go to university that was like my biggest my biggest thing that i wanted to do and i wanted to work for a huge corporation that's what i wanted to do and um, i always told my parents i wanted to also move to the u.s i don't know how but i know i want to do it and the whole the whole reason why I wanted to do it was because uh, when I was a kid, I really loved uh, Universal Studios and all this kind of stuff. So it, I was just like my goal, hey, I want to go close to a Universal Studios or live down there. Yep. So as the time progressed and I graduated, um, I, I went to I went to engineering in Ottawa at Carleton University and uh, really opened me up about, you know, j- just uh, going into the corporate even more and more, you know, at the beginning, you, uh, you start uh, before going into entrepreneurship, you start really thinking what's my biggest dream in this field and what people are telling me it should do. And-, and for me, it was getting to a big corporation for me. It was like, I want to get to a corporation that is like one of the top 100 top 200, 300 whatever and I work my I want to work my my butt off to to get there so in engineering I was not the best engineering with with actual grades actually I was not a plus student or an A I was more of a, like a B plus B student but once I graduated in, in, from engineering I moved to Toronto where I realized that I would not have a job for a long period of time after graduation, and I would have like a big, like a really big, deep debt with the government. Sure. <laughs> and uh, for me, that was like, I I needed to do something regarding uh, paying off this debt, uh, making sure I find a truly a job because I I graduated and I found myself not 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 being accepted to any any type of interview, not you know, going through any interview that I would go to. and just I found myself driving Uber, right after going through this whole four or five years of university and thinking that you got it, you got the experience you got you got the experience there, you got the uh, knowledge there, you got the, the graduation, the title, and then driving Uber for, for for eight months really made me realize that I needed more than just uh, scholarly uh, skill sets. Which I didn't really develop. Um, So, uh, right now, uh, I'm the owner of Hustle Media, like you said at the beginning, but it was a journey where I had to develop all this type of skill sets that in university I was not able to get. And guess where I molded most of my skill sets right after university when I got the job with uh, Uber (laughs) and I got the job. on on just pure uh, cold calling other companies that were not hiring at the time, but were a good prospect for me. Uh, so when I got back to Toronto from Ottawa, I I of course I was living on on my cousin's little room and and I was driving Uber. I I decided that I I needed to maximize my Uber experience, and I I, I took Uber as a I need to talk to people experience. I need to learn how to talk to people properly. I need to create conversations, understand people's emotions, understand how other people's psychology work, understand what other people do, what other opportunities are there. So I was able to do it with Uber because I would get more than 30 people a day in my car at the time. And uh, it it was an opportunity for me to either keep it quiet or just talk and do something about it find out what they do how can i somehow be part of what you know what opportunities there is or just find out just do a little research just ask questions keep it engaged engaged not have a, a, a an uber an uber could get boring if you don't talk and there's no music so i just needed to do it and then I started molding this uh, relationship-building skill set and doing the networking in Uber and doing also networking uh, and, on these job expos and it's until suddenly I landed a job that was my first true real experience. And that first job was all done by cold-calling people that uh, cold-calling companies that I was scraping lists on uh, on the internet, on Google, of potential jobs that I wanted or companies that I wanted to be at, and I cold called one of the sales managers of a company that actually manufactured industrial doors, and I was like, "Do you have a job? I'm looking for something in engineering." Uh, well, I don't have a job in engineering. They said, "Well, I now." I now can open a job in sales, technical, technical sales, engineering, technical sales, which is related. And I was like, I'll take it. So I started my journey there into like developing these other skill sets, which is sales and marketing, uh, because uh, a technical salesperson that needed to uh, maintain clients, get new clients for this type of uh, companies. Uh, Open me up to work with the vice President, so actually the President of the company, co-founder of the company, and learn really from high level individuals. And then, um, of course while while I was still driving Uber, I, I drove over for eight months, I would continuously, continuously have these intentions of um, truly, Discovering myself every single day because I wanted to like find out what it was that I wanted to do. And once I found out what I wanted to do, I wanted to create something out of it. But it was always an ending loop. I didn't really know because I was trying so many things. So I went very deep into like uh, personal development, very deep into like listening to very knowledge base and motivational base podcast and YouTube videos and um, maybe uh, I purchased uh, a course here and there borrowed a course from a friend here and there while everything was happening uber or my drive from from school to work work to school and then all of a sudden for I, I believe the power of energy I got a call by a recruiter, um, that I was going to be able to now work in the U S. So in Michigan, I got a job at one car manufacturer, which was one of the biggest car manufacturers. It is one of the biggest car manufacturers called Magna. And, um, and then I was like, this is the, this is the way I can go into the U S even if it is by going to Detroit, which is, you know, a lot of people will, will talk a lot of crap about Detroit they'll be like why are you going to Detroit why are you moving Trump from Toronto to Detroit man oh there's a lot of, there's a lot of great
0: things out of Detroit that's it <laughs> it is a
1: lot there is a lot I I, I still it conserve my hat, hat here yeah there's,
0: there's I still
1: conserve my hat here right there my Detroit hat uh and, uh and and it took that as an opportunity I'm going to the U.S. now uh so uh, once I I went into the U.S. I completed this small goal like just the the tip of the iceberg right there. Um, I I ended up working uh, and and I got so deep into what um, entrepreneurship could be all about or just owning a business. At the time, I didn't really understand what owning a business would really needed or meant because it, my idea of just becoming an entrepreneur. Was just there. That's it. I was like, oh, I gotta follow Garen Vaynerchuk. I gotta follow Grant Cardone. I'm reading all these books about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship word is so cool. I wanna, I wanna do something about it, right? But never really had the idea of like owning a business. So uh, all, all of a sudden, when when I started um, uh, working in the U.S., I started of course, having a mind mindset shift. And, and I started like really meeting and associating myself with people that had, a uh, had, are doing entrepreneurial stuff are either own a business, uh, more, more in the, in that area. And, um, and then I started just freelancing, freelancing, uh, where I, I got myself some skills. Uh, I was able to, uh, utilize digital marketing to to create an e-commerce store taking a, a, a quick amazon uh, course on create an amazon uh, store and utilize digital marketing to to sell products that eventually uh, I made a shift to do um, uh, digital marketing but more for business owners that's that's where everything started in hustle media. That was like 2018 and, uh, on December. I was like, I'm trying to do something. I am right now in an office that I absolutely have achieved greatness in myself. Now I'm, I'm now I'm actually, I'm actually jumping from a big corporation to a bigger corporation, which is uh, Chrysler um, I'm not sure if you know Chrysler, but yes, Chrysler is a Fiat Chrysler. And, and now I'm working for them. And, and um, I'm working as a design and release engineer for, for the pickup trucks. And, um, but I, I still, I still ha- was not satisfied with what I could do. And that's when I started hustling. And um, when the hustle created uh, and fused with digital marketing... It was like Hustle Media right there. <laughs> That's the name of my of my of my business, my company right now. And if uh, if we fast forward, Hustle Media right now has about uh, eight eight or eight or nine employees. Uh, two of them, two um, two of them are actually uh, contractors, uh, but we have about eight or nine employees, uh, something like that. We just hired someone, and uh, we are you know, we're hitting record months uh, this month. So we're absolutely proud of who we have become. And now we are a team where we're an actual business uh, that uh, fulfills for real estate investors. So that's my story in a very short kind of term, but yeah. Thank you, Jason.
0: No, let's uh, there's a lot, a lot there that I think is actually really cool to talk about. Um, I mean, first off you, you, were left there in Toronto at 16 uh I think you said you had a, you had a cousin I mean you were there was someone there that you knew that you got to you weren't just kind of totally on your own at that point right <laughs> yeah so unfortunately I do I did have family
1: members one family member left in Toronto after my parents left uh and she took me in she had a house she had a a, a, a boyfriend a husband and she still gave me a little space in her in her house so that I can sleep, which I'm very appreciative to. Uh, and I could potentially find a job because I didn't have anything. I had zero income. Uh, I actually ended up doing Uber just because um, I, I needed to move, do something and, and generate some income in my head. At the end of the day, I also had to purchase a car to do Uber. So
0: I was like, hmm, I purchased a car to do Uber. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, your, your, but uh, revenue generated by Uber is used to pay for your <laughs> vehicle for Uber. Yeah, I, I, I've, at seen the time, I've seen people get in that cycle. <laughs> at the time, Uber was,
1: um, was paying not bad. It was like $33 an hour. And I was like, okay, this is cool. So I actually did Uber. Uber uh, I, I initially did a lot of Uber car, regular Uber X. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I also was like, oh, it's summer, let's do Uber Eats in the bike. <laughs> right. And uh, that was that one was another experience in the city of Toronto, because it was like a lot of cars traffic and just honking and just like you go through the city, it's just like a little New York. So yep. it was it was it was kind of cool for me, but it, I
0: preferred to be in on the car. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that would be the the safer option. I'm actually, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the the Uber experience because. So I, I think you know, maybe most people, or at least most people I know, you just sort of think about Uber as as a side hustle, as as you know, I just need some extra money, that kind of thing, or maybe maybe that's your job. You know, you you didn't have another job, but what what I think is really cool about that is what you said that you decided to use that as sort of a relationship building training ground, essentially by, by talking to everybody in there. So uh, that's a, I think that takes a different mindset, right? It's like, because I'm sure not everybody's going to want to talk to you when you, you know, they're not (laughs) going to, that nobody's or not nobody, a lot of people are not getting into the Uber to have a conversation, right? They, they want to, they want to go somewhere. Uh, But but I, I think that that takes a lot of um, you know courage and and sort of focus on on what your ultimate goal was right like just not using not using Uber that time that you drove for Uber as like an excuse not to work on yourself or work on these you know sort of entrepreneurial skills you just incorporated it in there so that's actually really a really cool thing and a, and a really good um, I think example for people to. To look at that and say hey you, you can either you know sort of uber's uber's your example but you know you can you can sort of get caught in that uh, things aren't working out for me i'm just going to go through the motions and do this or you can just use every experience that you have as a way to better yourself and 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 find a way to make it you know more than just a paycheck right so i think that's that's fantastic so so kudos to you for that i think that's yeah that's really cool and i think would you would you say that that doing that helped you i mean if you've got a you know a digital marketing company now obviously that that's a a lot about uh, relationship building and interactions and things like that so i i would you would you say that that helped you in that regard
1: yeah so let me tell you um and when, it was, when I was driving over, I, I maintained a four, 4.87 stars. And uh, I wanted to maintain that. I was like, I, I cannot drop below that. I cannot have a four star or something like that. But I, I really wanted to focus on um, developing my skills. And I always knew that I had to learn something new every single time that a new si- situation come up. So as, as, as I've given you as, an, as examples... Uh, is you're going to find many different type of people, ev- any type of business, any type of location, city, niche industry, whatever it is, and in Uber, even more because you're gonna you're gonna pick up people that are doctors, uh, hedge fund owners. You're gonna pick up people that are, uh, you know. Always in the phone doing forex, doing uh, doing marketing, uh, or just regular workers in the city, bankers, whatever that is. You're also gonna pick up pe- people that are, you know, having their regular job. Uh, sometimes I would pick up strippers at night, and I was like, oh my god, you know what I mean, and and things like that, or or things things that are uncommon. But you will find different personalities that when you're doing a business. You will also find different type of personality. So, uh, one clear example was I remember that I I was following Waze. Uh, I was following Waze, which is the app, which is like Google Maps, and and it was giving me a direction. All right, there was three people in the car. Two of them, one of them was really chatty, really good, the, the other person was okay too chatty. And there was another woman that was more busy on the phone but also had another type of attitude and I could have already perceived it because I tried to start a conversation with her too. And then uh, while I was while I was actually uh, just following ways, um, I was given a direction to take a highway because ways actually can calculate whether there is, a, a specific uh, traffic stop or accident or whatever that is, right. And I was falling away and I knew that there was different routes to get to that destination. So at the end of the day, um, when we took that route, the woman just started exploding. It was like, I was like, what the hell is going on? She's telling, no, why are you going this way? This is not the way, this is always the way that that is the right way that you should be going. Now we're going to be late for this and we're and, and just start exploring. In my head, I was like, okay, I have to deal with a situation that I would deal with anything in, honestly, in, in life. Uh, whenever you're facing your client success or client-related customer service, right? For me, it was client success. And I specifically, of course, uh, made sure that they understood the intentions of what I was doing with the Waze app and understood everything that goes behind me making that decision rather than doing the the original decision of, uh, or the regular decision of going through through the regular path and explain everything in a way that, First of all, I calmed this person down, all right? I was able to really uh, make them understand other perception and, and I, I tell them, mirror, them, mirror them in a way and negotiate so that they are part, you know, understanding my side. At the end of the trip, I ended up uh, helping her uh, actually pick up the, the bags and everything. And uh, they ended up, she ended up actually telling me thank you and everything But the other guys ended up giving me a big tip, all right, whenever we actually finished the trip. So they gave me a big tip. I I remember it was like 10 or 15 bucks or something like that for the way that I managed the situation. But I found that situation a way for me to train myself on really customer-related service, uh, customer success skills, negotiation, because uh that's 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 something that i always wanted to to like do to to train myself on immediately after they left the car i googled what are the best way to deal in situations like this like this like this and i i listened to a youtube video on on how to deal with situations on things like that and i was like hmm i could have done it that way better uh even though my way worked so i i Actually, would transform every single incident and experience that I would have in my Uber experience to make it relatable to the skill sets that would really provide me some sort of success or really provide me some sort of uh, some sort of value for for my future. Okay, so I took that every single moment as some learning exercise, whether that's helping someone out with a bag whether that's, you know, giving them the right directions, making them feel uh, real good and first, a first great impression once they come into my car um, that it will last a nice, good trip of a conversation and then making the relationship after so much that I've had people uh, while building relationships being over to invite me to their business and to ha- just drink a coffee or drink a, uh, a drink just because I had a really good um, conversation with them and they knew I was an Uber. They they didn't know what was my background or something. They just knew the experience that they had and would have opened me up other opportunities. So that is definitely something I, I can teach to anyone. And I teach that to my employees on how you have to be flawless in everything that you do and passionate about providing your over delivery a percent, type of uh, energy towards anything that you do. I, I, I teach that to my all my
0: employees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no matter what you're gonna do, you, you might as well do it the best you can do it, right? It's it's. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't think there's any self satisfaction or or you know enjoyment if even if it's not your dream job, if you go into it with that sort of attitude of I'm gonna make right. this that I can. You're, it's you're going to benefit the people that you interact with and you're going to benefit yourself i mean it, i don't think it's i don't think there's it helps you in any way to just sort of do it in such a way that you just don't care at all no matter what you're doing so i think that i think that's great i, I think those are really good lessons for people um let's talk t- tell me a little bit about Hassel media tell me what uh, tell me what you're doing with and for real estate investors kind of what's what's that business model look like
1: Yeah, man. So uh, Hustle Media actually hustles their way out to uh, helping real estate investors uh, generate off-market property opportunities from motivated sellers that need to sell their property. Uh, They usually are coming from channels like Google or Facebook and Instagram. So Hustle Media is an agency that utilizes digital marketing, leverages digital marketing, to do lead generation for uh, real estate investors and wholesalers, people that are wholesaling properties, they they invest in real estate and do flips to active real estate investing, do creative financing, or are real estate investing friendly real estate agents. Okay, And we help them uh, generate inbound motivated seller leads Okay, People that are coming to us, they're, they're coming in, they're raising their hand, they're doing a search online on Google or on Facebook, and they're telling us that they need to sell their property uh, fast uh, for cash, um, no hassles, no repairs, and they're giving us their information and we're quickly actually following up with these people. So we're picking up the phone. We have a team that picks up the phone for our clients and follows up. Uh, quickly, almost immediately, as soon as the lead is generated through Google or through Facebook, and then our purpose is to book phone call appointments or do live transfers with our clients, which are real estate investors. So as soon as a lead is generated, we go, we talk, we call the lead. We we sift through the lead information, which means that we pre-qualify the, uh, them by asking them questions. And then we do a live transfer or we book a phone call appointment for our client in in their pipeline, in their calendar. And so that in in the hopes that our client knows how to actually uh, get under contract and close that deal. All right. That's in a very high level, the the way that we do, but we actually provide training for, for clients as well, sales trainings. Uh, So that means that we have an in-house coach. He's a closer. He's an acquisition manager. He's been an acquisition manager for a long period of time that acquires properties and closes deals. And he actually coaches our clients on sales and negotiation, deal structuring, uh, coaches our clients on uh, how to how to do creative financing how to how to deal with this crazy marketing real estate how to do just sales process and follow up process in general so that we maximize that that uh, in that conversion that our clients ha- have with with motivated sellers with the, with the leads that we're generating all right so that that's basically what we do is that how we are actually able to provide Uh, value to our clients and we do that for them so everything is done for them then lead generation and um and all of that we also have a crm where the leads come in and they can manage it all of that in 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 in-house all right that's that's in a high level that how we we get our clients
0: results yeah no that's that's very cool i mean lead generation is is probably one of the the hardest parts of of real estate investing are you uh, doing single family or are you doing multifamily? What, what kind of, um, I guess, asset types are you looking at?
1: Yeah, so most of the people that come into the pipeline are usually single, single family homeowners. Um, multifamily is another beast. It's another complete beast in order to generate a lead towards that. Um, I, I would lean towards more, uh, you know, actual... Google SEO, paid marketing, Google PPC, and also doing the traditional ways to generate leads on multifamily rather than utilizing Facebook, for example, just because it's another type of market and it's not, you know, it's, it's not as uh, volume wise as single family. So single family is definitely what comes in the most. Here, you know, there's going to be some duplex, triplexes, quadruplex here that comes here and there, but that's not you know that's not the the majority of the audience that 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 we you know we attract it's mostly single family
0: okay no i mean it sounds great I, I think that's uh you know like i said it's it's one of the it's one of the big components of or the big bottlenecks of of real estate investing right you need to generate leads you need to have because not every lead's going to work out so you need you know sort of lots of those so you can end up with enough deals so um, that's great I'm, I'm sure that's uh, a very uh, popular service um, so asban let's let's shift gears a little bit I want to sort of get to where we um, get to go through some questions that I like to ask every guest so uh, I'd love to go through those now the first one really has to do with the the name of the podcast being Know Your Why, and, and so I want to ask you sort of directly, what is your why? What what motivates you and, and sort of pushes you towards a, a greater level of success?
1: Yeah, so there is this unknown force that really motivates me uh, and just keeps me going because, and I call it unknown force because once I accomplish something, I still have something in my head that kind of wants to accomplish more things than that and be able to, you know, expand my things. So my motivations, for example, currently are truly, truly uh, being able to create some sort of legacy for me, my family, my parents that I'm able to uh, just, just get them freed up from what they're currently going through. So my parents have worked my whole life for example uh, they have worked their whole life to for us to make sure that we are successful we go to school and everything and they, they they recently actually got almost all their savings and investments stolen by very corrupt corporations and it was it was a lot of money it was like over 600k American and that you know talk about it in in that's uh that that is someone that it lives in Colombia and saving that amount of money is it's a lot right uh it's over that and I want to make sure that they are able to to retire very very soon okay where they can if they choose to retire and help me, that's fine with me. They, they've told me that, that they, if they retire and they help me and build uh, my real estate investing empire join and, <laughs> and join the family business, that's fine with me. But I want to be able to, to do that, to, to provide that type of freedom uh, because I, I have learned to realize that I want to do it with them, with the people that really started with me from the very beginning. And uh, I know they will end with me until the very end in the worst parts of my business or my life. So I want to be able to free up those people, all right, to help me. T- once once I am, of course, freed up financially and, 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 and time-wise, which is going to be very soon, I, I want to be able to free up all these other people. And then I'll completely feel freed up. So that motivates me a lot. Uh, but also it, it motivates me that I am inspiring other others in the actual action of, of going towards that path. Because I'm always being, I've always been that person that um, I try to I try to care for you know for people. And when I care and I, I make an impact, it just completely fulfills me. Uh, examples would be, for example, I helped a cousin out that uh, get outside of uh, partying too hard and getting on into horrible drug uh, poison, right? And I helped him get out of that. I helped him get a good job. I helped him pass the interview. I helped him uh, completely remove that lifestyle. And for me, that was a big accomplishment because I inspired him to do that, right? I, I get inspired when I, I, when I actually help uh, a person, for example, land a deal. So I insp- I get. In- I get motivated by these type of things that I inspire people to do, and so eventually I, I want to be able to somehow create uh, some sort of uh, path also towards that little motive that I have. So I want to be able to ha- inspire as many people as possible. All right, that's one of my thing, and 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 I think that completely connects to the legacy that I want to create as well. Uh so my my why is is really that unknown thing that I know it's always going to be behind these little motivations that are coming in here. But I know it's just great it's it's just something greater than than what I can think of right now. That's yeah. that's my thing. That's I'm just really a curious monkey. <laughs> you know yeah. what can it happen after. You know what well, I mean? The, I
0: mean creating financial freedom for your parents is a pretty, pretty great motivator, I think. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's great. The the uh, second question for you is tell us something about yourself that, that maybe isn't common knowledge, special skill, a hobby, uh, you know, something that, that maybe not everybody knows about you. Uh, the me.
1: Oh, so I want to say that <laughs> I consider myself uh someone that is great at uh mixed martial arts and fighting (laughs) a lot of people don't know that um but i when i was in when i was in high school um i took several underground classes of mixed martial arts you know those underground kind of like uh fight clubs that I, I used to go there and train and and get beat up a little bit and just go back to the, you know, to the ropes and things like that. Uh, just do a lot of sparring and, and, uh, and, and I did that throughout the, you know, the end of my high school career and university. So I ended up learning a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and really, really loving UFC a lot um but of course i haven't done it on a while but i i used to fight underground and i used to actually have these competitive uh fights that i would attend to uh for example whenever i would go back to my country they will have that a lot and they will just like you know pay i'll, I'll let's pay 10 bucks to get in there and let's just uh have a a you know a big a big bet on who is going to win and then i will participate in that so that's something that a lot of people don't know
0: that's cool yeah, I don't. Yeah, haven't had that answer before, so that's that's <laughs> very interesting. Uh, that's cool. Um, we, we'll put uh, we'll put it in the show notes. How would you like you know when people hear this? How would you like people to reach out to you if they want to kind of get to know you a little bit better?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to reach out to me, of course, uh, you can go to um, Instagram estenick, so E-S-T-E-N-I-C-K. You can follow me on Instagram. You can also uh, go to Facebook and find our free Facebook group called. REI marketing and conversion mastery. Uh, that's where I put content. I actually am launching also a podcast. It's called Online Hustlers, um, and the episode is going to be called REI Marketing and Conversion. All right, so it's like everything real estate investment related, marketing, conversion, sales, all of that that we cover with uh, diamond type of players. I call it like that because they're they've been able to accomplish really great things in real estate investing and earn millions of dollars in on you know, on the progress. So, um, you can find me in Facebook when that, and you can also go to our website at, uh,
0: Okay, great. And we'll get that stuff in the, in the show notes too. So it's there uh, final question, Esteban, what is a piece of advice that you would give to, you know, uh, you're, you're still pretty young, but you know, someone, uh, younger than you sort of starting out, just trying to, trying to make it trying to hustle and, and, uh, you know, achieve what you've achieved uh, in some way, what would, you, what would you tell them?
1: You know what? Um, I have seen 16 years old being super hungry and super beast at little things that I would never have imagined i had that age. And everything that I've seen from them is one thing that is very common. They had some desire about accomplishing something real bad. Okay, and they would be super resilient in doing so. And that is a characteristic that no matter what age will get you, will get you do many 100 different little steps uh, faster than anyone and faster than you would think. So, what you have to do is you have to really start out and do it. All right, be able to invest real fast okay? And be able to fail real fast uh, with consistency, okay? That is one of the biggest things that I've seen of 16 years old and 17 years old that are entrepreneurs that I have actually, ha- I also have coached and they're doing pretty well. And uh, they are, you know, they're doing pretty well for their age. Imagine a 16-year-old 16 year old, 16 year olds old uh, earning uh, 10K uh, a month. That's That's pretty sweet, right? Like, where do you usually see that? <laughs> so that's, uh, that, that's something that uh, these people have in common. So I would 100 highly suggest that to 16 uh, year old Esteban and 16 year old you, or 17 years old.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think that's the thing that I that, you know, sort of I feel as a, I don't know, I, I'm passionate about it in the sense that, you know, if if people start their journey at a young age, it's, it's probably easier to hustle when you're younger, you have more time ahead of you. So yeah, if you have some setbacks, whatever, there's plenty more time and you can and really be very accomplished early on. And, and then, you know, kind of just ride that wave for the rest of your life. It's, it's a, yeah, 100%. A, in hindsight, it's a, <laughs> it's a very motivating factor. So good for you for yeah. getting uh, started at such a young age. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: Um, watch this, um, Jason, Sorry. but. Uh, So a lot of people that are married, have kids, have uh, family that they have to take care of dependents and things like that, they probably have it harder than any of you that don't have kids are still single or just a girlfriend and that's, that's it, they don't have any dependents and things like that. They, these people usually have it harder because they have way more responsibilities and a set schedule they have to, and they have to feed people. Mm-hmm. And those people still make it, still make it happen. Older people make it happen. Uh, people that have families make it happen. So all you have, everything you have is just a road there to start ahead, you know, start earlier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As as someone with two very young kids, it's, uh, it, it's you can do it. Anyone can make it happen. But in hindsight, I had way more time to hustle, you know, when I was younger and didn't have kids. And it's just it's it is what it is for me. But it's also, you know, that's why it's like use your 20s and, and make something like right? build yes. something then so that when your kids because to me, it's not, I don't want to give up being present with them, right? I want to be a part of their lives. And so it is, it is a bit more of a balancing act. Whereas if I was 25 again, with no kids, like I could really dive in. It doesn't matter what I do with my time because I don't have, there's no one else to take. No one's depending right. on me for life, right? Like no one's, that's and that, right. And that's the thing is you, you don't, you don't realize that when you're younger, I get it. I didn't realize it either, but it's, that's the, that's the message that, that, I, that I try to put out there. And, and I, I think it sounds like you're kind of saying the same thing and, and, and you're living that message. So you're, you're a great example of that.
1: 100%. And even if you don't want to have kids, uh, imagine if you actually start uh, early, you start now and you start consistently, resiliently, and you just accelerate time, compress time, okay? So now that you're still young, you maybe you don't want to have kids. Uh, and that's fine or maybe you don't want to have kids until you're older that's completely fine but now you're going to be able to completely f- uh, live life ways that you never have been able to do it if you never got started right yeah absolutely you, you never. No, 100
0: 100 agree I, I think that's a that's a really great message um and and thank you so that's that's about it esteban thank you so much for coming on the podcast i appreciate you coming and sharing your story i think uh you, you really are you know sort of putting out a great message for for young people and can see that you know you don't you don't have to just you don't have to think you're too young you don't have to 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 wait to get started on this stuff really really putting in the work early is it's gonna uh show up in your favor so so again thank you thank you for coming on i really appreciate it thank you jason all right everyone we'll say goodbye thank you i'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey.